All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flexit Lists. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitless here on my man, 100 Years. Alex Marcetti, what's up, BFAs? So, so you like the BFAs now? I like it. All right, so I guess we're going to go with the BFAs. Uh, what's up to your favorite time of the week that now the shows are coming out earlier? They're coming out earlier now. They're coming out ready for you on a Wednesday night or Thursday afternoon. Thursday morning. Wednesday night or Thursday morning. morning. Yeah. Well, sometimes we'll put them out late Wednesday night. People could have them ready for Thursday mornings. Yeah. Or maybe your, you know, evening jog, you know, midnight jog. Maybe you. I I, I run at night. That's when I get my, you know, three, five miles in at nighttime. I'm not a morning person. So, yeah. You're not, but you're always up really early. I'm, er yeah, but. I don't feel like but you don't once, I, be. once I wake up, you know, get off the bed, I don't like, oh, I feel like going out for a run. This is not me. I'm like, I usually do that at the end when I'm dead tired. And for some reason, I just have that little bit of energy where I can still get a run in. Yeah, no, I don't run. Um, just on my basketball game, I just started a new basketball league with Zog Sports. I didn't, st- excuse me, I didn't start. I joined a basketball league with Zog Sports. Luckily, they're holding it at St. Sebastian School, which is right across the street from my house here in Woodside, How Queens. convenient. Uh, what's up, party people? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Uh, follow us as always on Instagram at BFB Podcast, and now on our Twitter is now finally at BFB Podcast. It is the same. Thanks to moi, and thanks to you for also the mistake you made. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the mistake you uh, made. Skip, skip, forward, forward. No, nope, no. Nope, All nope. the listeners just just skip, control like, all delete. <laughs> no, no, just forward like a minute from now. Okay. Delete it. It never existed. So no, no, it didn't happen. So what Marquetti did, which which first of all, all in good times, I'm not mad at you, but it's funny and it's and it's it's like in you know, make fun of worthy. Like it's worthy enough to make fun of you. So I have to talk about this and it was hilarious. So you saw that on our Twitter that BFB podcast was available. Originally when we made it, it wasn't available. That that uh that name. It wasn't available. So that's why we did podcast BFB. So now that BFB podcast is available, now it is for both our Twitter and our Instagram. So follow us on both. Finally. But what you did is you changed the birthday. And you changed it to the birthday of the Better Fantasy Bureau. That was my logic. Right, of course. So you put, because we started in June, not a specific day in June, but we started in June. Of, so I put June 1st. Of, yeah, 2018. And you put <laughs> June 1st, 2018. And then Twitter blocked us for like two, three days saying that like, oh, you don't meet the minimum requirements as you have to be at least 13 years old to have a Twitter account. Oh, my God. So apparently they thought we were nine months old. I was like, oops, what did I do now? (laughs) What did I just do? But you know how shocked I was when I got an email saying that like, you know, oh, it's going to be deleted and all your content's going to be white. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're going to delete our whole Twitter. So... You, you're, you're apparently you're a nine month old child. You're nine month old infant. BFB podcast is a nine is, it, is nine month, month un, nine month for infant infant right? Yeah, nine it's still infant. Yeah, right. It's how, a baby. A baby. It's how old? Baby. How old are you when you were a toddler? Uh, I think twenty four months. Did you say twenty four years old? I thought you were about to say <laughs> <laughs> twenty four years old. <laughs> what the hell? Um. Yeah, twenty four years old sounds about right. You, you know, know when, what? When you're a toddler, there's yeah. a bunch of twenty. When I was a twenty four year old, you definitely act like a toddler. I'll tell you what: when you're drunk on a Saturday night, you start walking like a toddler. <laughs> Babies are like little drunk adults. I see a bunch of my friends wasted that wasted on a Saturday night, walking, acting, talking the same way. Yeah, perfect example is, is after they drink milk, they're milk wasted. You milk know? wasted. You know, when we drink, we're drunk and wasted. So, uh, so that was hilarious. We were off Twitter for a couple of days, and you had to take a picture of your ID and send it in and everything, right? Yeah, I had to send a picture of my ID to 
prove that I'm not a nine-month <laughs> nine baby twittering about fantasy sports. <laughs> and then in the hopes that, you know, they clear us and we're back. We're back. We're back. We're, we're back. back. And with the same uh, handle yes. as Instagram. BFB podcast for We're in unison now. Yes. Finally. Also, which is pretty awesome that uh, if you're listening to us for the first time, if you look in the bio, and you want to know what? Not enough people read that bio. They should. They should. Yeah, read the bio. I've put in three different times. If you're reading this, which you're probably more than likely not, because honestly, every other podcast I do, I don't read the bios either. But I said, if you're reading this, which you're probably more than likely not reading this, I mean, why the hell would you anyways? And I literally write that in the bio sometimes. But if you're reading this, text us, give or tweet us, give me, give me, and we will give you a free T-shirt. Now that offer's over, obviously. But I'm saying, but, somebody won. But, well, yeah, you get the free T-shirt, my Kenny shirt, because you won't give me, because yeah, yeah, you read the bios uh, that I write for. <laughs> I read the bio, the bio but we, we, and I tweeted at you, we, we, or at yeah, us. At us, at yourself. Yeah, I tweeted myself, us, and I- You tweeted said, the, the nine-month-old. Yeah, the nine-month, the nine-month <laughs> tweeted, give me, give me. Still, give me, give me. Still waiting for the shirt. Uh, yeah, keep keep waiting. <laughs> um, but yeah, but stuff like that. Like if you read on the bio, make sure you keep reading it in. Make sure you follow us on social media because we always throw in little cool clues on how you could win cool prizes like t-shirts, even autograph memorabilia. We'll give those away too throughout the season. Um, and what I was gonna say is pretty cool now that if you look in the bio, we have our links posted to our Twitter and to our Instagram. Uh, now that we're on our own. We're uh, no longer with Gotham Podcast Studios. Once again, nothing wrong with Gotham Podcast Studios. Nothing wrong with them at all. If you want to go check them out, please go check them out. Tell them Flex Hitler sent you. Um, it's, it's, it's great there. Nothing wrong with that at all. We just got our own stuff. Now we're doing this on our own times and our own schedule. And we're recording now in a spare room of a basement. So now we got our own stuff. And uh, we get to set up everything in our own way. And, and working on, on, on our time. Yeah, in our time. And we get to, like I said, we get to put our uh, the link for our Instagram and our Twitter. Speaking of our own. Uh, to keep creating hype, to keep creating awareness about stuff, we want to let you guys know. Also, don't forget the rambling can. The rambling con. Yes, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Can spelled C A N, not con K O N. But but I know, I know what you meant. You said with your accent. But yeah, check, remember, don't forget the rambling can is coming out, and that's going to be a fun one. That one's going to be an R-rated one. We're going to talk about whatever the hell we want. Uh, you know, different topics about the internet. It's going to be more comical, more funny, just topical. You know what I mean? And um, and it's going to be uh, you know, we're going to curse. We're not going to be going to be explicit, and which we don't do here. Maybe we'll do in the future. Maybe, maybe. You know, drop some bombs. F bombs? Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Like Funk Master Flex. Ah. Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. No. No. You're better than that. You're better than that. You're better <laughs> than that. Uh, so, going on, moving on with the rest of the show. So, um, we finished our fantasy baseball draft. Yeah. With some little, uh, what's what I going to say? Well, Mix-ups in the, the process. The last episode. Um, you, you had know, the first pick. I had the, the first pick. and You're then supposed to have the first pick. I was, no. You, you said it yourself. Well, congratulations. Right. So you have Mike You Trout, had it. You have the first pick. Yes. Well, go ahead. Explain. And, you know, something happened. I don't want to point fingers, but someone across from me, I don't want to name names, got the first pick and got Mike Trout. I don't know. I, I felt like I got Well, we had to push the league back. And in order to by pushing the league back. I don't back, know what you're talking about. It reset the whole league to get somebody else then that, that signed in late. We got him in. No problem. But it reset the league and reset the picks. So it pushed me to fifth. And you had fourth, right? I had first. And then I got pushed back to fifth, I think. No, fourth, I think. I don't know. You know what? Most importantly, I, I didn't, think, I I didn't I think get we the first swapped. pick. I think we swapped. Yeah, yeah you, I think you swapped us. I didn't swap anything. I'm playing under protest. <laughs> That's fine. But, so yeah, well, you know, because we had to add a, we had to re replace somebody in our league and add someone else, and you cannot do that when the draft is in process. Right. Well, you know, this is like twenty minutes before the draft. Yeah, right. pre-draft. Like so, if within an hour, you cannot do those type of modifications. So we had to push the draft back in order to do that modification, and then for some reason, we weren't able to. You know, 
arrange the draft picks like in order how it was before. Uh, since we didn't want to delay any more further, we just went and stuck out with the you know the 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 draft order and just went. Three hours later or four, we got our draft done. How you felt about the draft? You like your team? Exhausting. It, it was exhausting. Look, I'll be honest with you. I tell you a thousand times that we don't know much about fantasy baseball. I know you know more so, about baseball so, than I do. You were yeah. Mister Baseball at one point. Uh, which round? Which round was like the threshold? Like, okay, I don't know who to pick because I don't know who is who. Fourth. Fourth. Wow, <laughs> that's very early. Uh, no, you, but but then, but, six, no, but then I saw I saw a bunch of other like. Um, then I saw a bunch of other players that I knew later on down in the last couple of drafts, like, uh, like I knew. Um, I'll tell you right now who I got. Like, like Matt Chapman's one that I knew, and I took him in the tenth round. Okay, Matt Chapman, I knew, and I took him with the hundredth overall pick in the tenth round. All right, yeah. So, like, I knew him, but, but, oh, I knew Jack Flaherty because people told us that day. Yeah, Jack Flaherty. Yeah. By the way, party people, we're gonna give you all the updates as we can about fantasy baseball throughout the rest of the season. Uh. As best as we can, we're going to basically just tell you from the stats we see and we look up which pitches we feel would be best to go in. For like the weak pitchers and players, uh, the match based on matchups. And we're going to know more about this ourselves just in general. I mean, because as sports fans, we'll know about this anyways, like when we follow the, the season throughout, as the season goes along. Like, you know, like, oh, this team's doing really good. This team's doing really bad. And then we can judge by matchups there. So we'll give you the best advice we can because, remember, we're just ordinary, everyday fantasy sports players. But, like, I knew who... um. Like, I didn't, I think I've heard of that name, Hoskins, right? Hoskins? Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard that before. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take him. Because I remember <laughs> I was supposed to build up on outfielders. I knew who Lorenzo Cain was. Jack Flaherty I knew because of, uh, because of Peoples. Okay. Uh, I knew what David Price was. Who I don't like David Price all that much. Oh, he got bombed. Uh, yeah, I think he sucks. But I, but he was a starting pitcher, and it's some, I know during the regular oh, the first game pitched, during yeah. the regular season, he's some he's shown to do pretty well. I know during the playoffs he sucks. I said it, I'm, I'll never forget it too. I remember during his rookie year. I remember he had some hype, David Price, and he was on the the Rays. The Rays, yep. And I remember seeing him on the mound. Now I'm no expert, and I'm I'm over here talking like I'm a scout. But I remember watching him, and I know he looked jittery. And I was like, "Yo, this guy just looks nervous on the mound." And I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to his sports. And this is years ago when he was a rookie, and he just looks nervous. And it's shown to grow throughout his career that during playoff and clutch moments, he doesn't come through in clutch. Yeah, moments. he folds. Yeah, under pressure like origami. So, um, boom. Yeah, boom. you love Adamatapia. I love that you love it. There you go. Um. So yeah. So I, I, you know, but I, but he's has shown to also do really well, but nowhere near as good as he was projected to be. So. uh and who else did I take? I took Hap because I needed a, a Yankee. I wanted a Yankee so bad. All these Yankees were going down. In the chat, you're like, finally, I got a Yankee. I, I texted Jeff. Shout out to my boy, uh, Jeff Epstein, uh, about, I was like, oh, all these Yankees are going away. And he goes like, yo, take Saravino. Uh, and that was like in the sixth round. <laughs> I didn't take him. Okay, good. I was going to take him later on. but And then, uh, yeah, I pretty much don't know the rest of my team for the most part. So currently right now. One week later, you're. I, I'm you're not sorry. In, uh, I do know. Uh, uh, you're in sixth Kyle place. Gibson. I'm a sixth place personally. Yeah, right now you're in sixth place. That's fine. It's only the first. I'm in eighth. Yeah. Who's in first? Woodside Wasp. Yeah, K Mac. Nice. And then second is Team Saves and Steals. Who's that? And third, Andy and Juan. Who's in last place? I hate FBB. <laughs> What? There's a team named what? I hate FBB. Oh, Andy? I hate, I hate Is that, I, I thought he wrote, I hate BFB. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be an Andy thing to say, yeah, too. No, I, I, <laughs> he's in third. And his name is I hate fantasy baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny like that. Oh, uh, yeah. And I remember in the beginning, cups, in, yeah. in the beginning, there was a bunch of people that didn't sign up, like didn't like 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 accept the invitation yet. And he's like, "Andy got six pick. How did I get six pick? There's only four people in the league." <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was funny. I, I I actually texted Jeff today. I texted him the link to get to the group chat to talk about trades. Okay. And then he says, and I was like, "Yeah, if you want to talk about people, you know, trades, anything like that." All right, cool. I want to trade my entire team. He says, <laughs> <laughs> uh, "Andy, the first day after the draft, uh, he sent." He sent me a trade proposal. His whole team for my whole team. So <laughs> I, I regret not. I regret. Wait, I regret Andy, not accepting that trade because right sent now you I'll his be, entire team for your entire team yeah. to swap teams. Yeah, but you know, 
it it was actually a good trade because right now I would have been in third. That's hilarious. You know, so that's hilarious. Uh, I, I, that was a bad judgment call by me. I, I declined uh, that that trade. A funny story by I Andy. regret it. A, fun, <laughs> a funny story by Andy. Not to get too much into this because now we're talking about a little more personal stuff. But just real quick, I remember Ruben, our good. Well, sorry, our good friend Doctor Fernandez. Can't call him by his first name. Our good friend Doctor Fernandez texted me. And he says, "Didn't you make a joke about like Andy and Robert Kraft and something about massages?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, when Andy had to get physical therapy." And then he said, "What massages?" And then the lady was like, "Yes." He goes like, "Oh, maybe Robert Kraft has any recommendations as a joke." And then when he said that. And then, and then he was with Andy. He had been to see Andy in a bar. And he goes like, see, see, Andy, he did say, he's like, yo, you said a joke on a podcast? See, Flex, he doesn't listen to your show. I listen to every single one. He doesn't listen to it. He doesn't listen to it. It's proof right there. He doesn't listen to your show. <laughs> so that's, how, that's Dr. Fernandez putting him on blast. And there I thought it was hilarious. Well, I don't know if Andy's listening, but shame on you, Andy. I don't know. Let's I see. Let's see. see. We te- we'll, we're going to test him. Still owing money for the dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying anything bad about Andy right now. But yeah, it was really long. Uh, just tell me, though, is there any pick that you really like that stood out to you? Any pick that I liked? Andrew McC- McCutcheon? I don't... Uh, Andrew McCutcheon. No, no, for you, for your team. Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon, for me. When did you draft Andrew McCutcheon? Oh, yeah, there you go. You got Andrew McCutcheon in... Uh, in, in the ninth round. The ninth round, And yeah. he's the lead off for the Phillies. Right, right, And, right. you know, if they get... The office in motion. I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be scoring a lot of runs. You know, I like my Matt Chapman pick and Kirby Yates. I like too. Oh, right, Kirby Yates. All right, Kirby Yates. I like too. He's a solid, solid closer. And who else? Uh, I like my my pitchers. Chris Archer. He did pretty good. He's uh, you know, I remember him when he played for the Rays, and now he's with the Pirates. He did pretty good last time. Uh, last last time he pitched, you know, I got him on the twelfth round. I was surprised that Manny Machado fell to me in the second round. Yeah, he fell to you. He but you know, it, it is a, it is a ten team. Yeah, but he fell to twenty. Yeah, he was ranked twelfth. Yeah, he fell to tw- that's that that's a big big drop for any in any in any league in any 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 position you play when you're ranked twelfth overall and you drop to twenty. That's huge. That is huge, yeah. You know, it's, he's got, it's got value there. A lot of value. I got, well, I wasn't going to take him. I was, I was, I was really going to take my my plan was this. I got Mike Trout. I was going to take a first baseman and two starting pitchers within my next uh, round from rounds two to five. Okay. So, uh, for my next four picks, my next four picks, three of them were going to be the next. Uh, we're going to be two pitchers and a first baseman, right? But I, I didn't want to take Manny Machado early because I just saw there wasn't that many. When I was looking ahead of times, there wasn't that many starting pitchers that were going to fall to me. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I got my first baseman, Paul Goldschmidt, and then I took Manny Machado. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll get some more starting pitchers later. And then the starting pitchers I wanted kept getting taken left to right, left to right, left to right. But, you know, um, I really did want, you know, I was, I was thinking, should I take Goldschmidt now? Maybe I shouldn't take Goldschmidt. Maybe I'll wait for uh, Anthony Rizzo. And he didn't, you know, he wouldn't have felt to me anyways. But still, like, there was a lot of other pitches that I wanted that didn't fall to me. So I, I took uh, people's, uh, you know, advice, and I just went with pitchers late. One pitcher that, that I got, I think he was my first. Well, pitcher. that wasn't his advice. P- people's advice was the fact to that he was he felt confident enough in his abilities that he could build oh, his, his pitch in late. And then I felt confident in my ability to get pitchers. Late. No, you didn't. <laughs> Stop. Stop. No, I wasn't even thinking about pitchers for a while. Uh, and then I started like, all right, because it is true. Like, you know, pitchers, for the most part, they, they get injured left and right. Right. But to me, I, I say they're like, well, in a way, they're like running backs, you know, because they drop. So you could get value from a D, like, you know, you could get value with a running back that's like a handcuff. Right. And then if someone, you know, uh, you know, gets hurt, then you got that pitcher that comes in. So I don't. I don't know. Like I felt like I got good pitchers. The only thing that I felt that I didn't really get and capitalize on in the draft was uh, uh relief pitchers. Right. And that, that's where I, I don't I didn't know. Get too many I don't know what's the value on uh, relief pitchers. If is uh, you know, if they uh, if, if the reason is because they pitch every every other game, you know, uh, every two games, every third game. So I don't know if that's where the value is at. I'm still trying to get this and get acclimated to the system right. of fantasy baseball. You know, it's gonna take me a while. It's a learn. It's a learning curve for me. Uh, yeah, it's and then for me too. Like right now, I'm, I only have one relief pitcher, but in essence, I don't know if you know if it's the right way, the right approach. But you know, I'm just gonna go with it and 
And then I guess, you know, just learn. Just for, learn. Any, for any new listeners that are out there listening to us, be like, these guys are idiots. It's, <laughs> it's fine. But like we said, remember, we're everyday fantasy sports players. We're just, you know, just fans of the sport that love to talk about the sport. Obviously, in fantasy football, I think that you and I have a lot more knowledge about. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think good now. I think we give really good. I've, I've literally, and I'm, I, honestly, I was very proud of myself that I've had uh, a lot of texts and tweets and posts on Instagram. A lot of people shot. I'm not exaggerating. A lot of people, well, maybe a lot. I probably mean about like seven, eight. That's a lot for me mm-hmm. saying, hey, good advice I got for the Better Fantasy Bureau to play this such and such. And I've gotten that. And, it, and it's awesome feeling to get that. So fantasy football, you know, I know my stuff. This I'm learning. Yeah, this we're learning. Basketball, you know, we made it to the. I think we did. We, we know really well. Let's move on to basketball. Yeah. And to talk about that. I think I think we know a lot about uh, basketball. Listen, I haven't played fantasy basketball in years. Mm-hmm. Now, but I didn't mean to cut you off there, but let's go ahead. No. You, no, go ahead. No, <laughs> go ahead. Um, I dominated, dominated my league that I was in outside of ours that we shared a team. I dominated. I lost three games the entire year. That's a really good year to only lose three games. There's a lot of weeks in fantasy basketball. Yeah, three games I only lost. That's it. I get a buy in the first week. Oh, by the way, one of my losses was the last game of the season. So that's one loss. Okay. Then I got a bye. Doesn't count as a win or a loss. Yeah. Then I lost my semifinals matchup. Then I lost my third place matchup. So I, I only got, an entire season, I got three losses. And then I got a, sh- a string of losses at the end. But, you know, it, what hurt me a lot, too, was that Mike Conley didn't play a couple of games. Blake Griffin didn't play a couple of games. LeBron got shut down. Oh, that hurt a lot of people. That hurt. Oof. Yeah, that hurt a lot. But it's just that... Oh, and, and you know what? And this is an advice I'm going to give to everybody also in the future and, uh, and for the future of uh, them playing fantasy basketball. And it reminded me of myself, and I took my own advice, and I noticed this. So when I was playing the second round against my brother-in-law, at one game, I wanted to have a full roster. Uh, did I say this last? No, I didn't say this last week in the podcast. No, we no. didn't mention no, We All didn't right, talk about the basketball. Fine. So what happened was, I uh, a shout out to my brother-in-law, by the way. He won the entire league. Good for him. I said, if I was going to lose anybody, it might as well at least be him. Right, and he was Congratulations. Ups- to Carlos. You know yeah, Carlos. Carlos. I know Carlos. Yeah. Which is funny because he was like, yo, you're not that upset about this, man. Like He was like, I'm, like, eh, no, good. I'm happy you won. I guess he wanted to like really. We, we family. He really wanted to hang it over. Well, by law. But it's like, by law, I'm supposed to like him. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so the thing was this, is that uh, I dropped Jeff Green, I remember. No, I dropped Wesley Matthews, right? To pick up uh, Fred Van Vliet because he was my uh, recommendation that week because Kyler Lowry got hurt, you know, when they had like a 30-point lead against the Knicks. And it's, they a got good big, it's a good pickup. It was a great pickup. But the point was is that I didn't notice that I didn't have a guard position available for him that day to play him. And I wasn't going to play him over my other guards that I had going. You got to pay attention to the details, Flex. Which is what I'm saying. The next recommendation, even though he was the best. The thing is, usually, usually. In fantasy basketball, it's very easy to move everybody around. I mean, you have like all those utility spots, and then you have, you know, just a forward spot and just a guard spot. It's very easy to move people to move move people around. It's very unlikely that you can't fill a player to that day. It's very unlikely. Yeah, it's very unlikely unless I, you're stacked on, on maybe, one position, and yeah, that's, maybe that's like, where you were. You were stacked on one position, right? Or the other. It's it's probably like out of every two weeks, maybe like one day. I think is like a is a time when you can't really unless you purposely stack that position, like you say. Yeah. But if you're pretty evened out in position, you know, pretty covered, like overall evened out, maybe one game out of every two weeks you yeah. can't play a position. It's, it's unlikely, it's unlikely, and unlucky. Unlucky. So, but what was worse for me is that by me picking up Van Vliet, I only had a small forward position available. I could only play a small forward, not any forward, just a small, a small forward. forward. That that day, yeah, that yeah. cost Unlucky. me. That cost me an acquisition. That acquisition cost. That cost. You. That cost me an acquisition. Yeah. So then I'm gonna look this up right now and to see, because when I lost him, it was very, very, very close, very close. Very, very close. Very close. And it was, uh, I probably would have been able to win that. You're going to look it up, right? So one thing I learned, right, in uh, fantasy basketball is that, you know, during the playoffs, it reminded me a lot of, like, the last two weeks of fantasy football, or at least the last two weeks of the football season, where players that are not in in contention to make the playoffs, they get more rest. And... That happened and hurt a lot of teams. Like, you know, J- LeBron James getting shut down. Um, so a couple of the other Lakers players uh, got shut down. 
And then you got Anthony Davis getting shut down. And uh, who else? Uh, Kawhi Leonard, right? Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, like, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, limiting his minutes. And, you know, so that's to keep – you have to keep account for next year at least that, you know, there's players, you know, if they're not in contentions, you got to see, like, you know, what is the trend and, you know – Maybe I mean, make a I, trade I or or, or yeah, do, do, do an adjustment stuff like that. Yeah. You know, do an adjustment like LeBron James knowing already like, all right, the Lakers are not going to be in it, right? Maybe you have to push and make a trade for you know, for someone else for LeBron right, James. And you could push, yeah, right, right. I you know, you. get like a Paul George or whoever's in contention. No, yeah, because that you. definitely hurt people. Like in our league, uh, the guy that was in a fir- in first place, Mario, mm-hmm. he he had LeBron James, and you know he lost the championship round because. They shut down LeBron James. But, yeah, you, you got the the score? No, no. So I was saying, uh, like, one thing. Yeah, what I, I got the score. But, like, look okay. at this one thing that I, I lost by uh, five five steals. Five steals? Yeah. I lost by, like, uh, six blocks. Well, yeah, six blocks is hard, though. No, That's no, but, 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 but I'm saying, though, like, these are, like, little, like, that one acquisition could have, like, got me. Alone, the steals alone. The steals alone, if because he won... Five out of the nine. So if, even with steals alone, with five steals, if I would have ended up, like, let's say, playing Van Vliet and have him, if he got, like, those amount of steals, because he ended up taking... P.J. Tucker, who's a small forward, you probably could have had, but... But, no, we, well, we I, ended, I ended would... up taking Seti Osman, which you ended up mush-ketting me yeah, that day. Yeah, I, I mushed you. Yeah, because you're like, <laughs> oh, he's going to come back. He came back that night. Yeah, um, Larry Nance, yeah. But but the, the point is that, uh, you know, he... If, if I would have probably taken Van Fleet away from him, he would have probably have had those extra steals and I probably would have got it and uh, I would have probably ended up winning. Because if I would have won that round, then I would have had five out of the nine. Wait, he took Van Vliet from you? Because I ended up having to drop Van Vliet for Seti Osman. And, oh, and then that, and Van Vliet probably got those steals in but those like I said, last because, couple of games. Because of, because of the sake that it cost me an acquisition that I couldn't make an extra move, you know what I mean? Yeah, that also. That hurt. Woo. Why am I not able to click on this? Click, 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 click. Um... But fantasy basketball, I learned a lot, and I feel like it's a lot more of friendlier, like user friendly than baseball at this moment. I don't know if you feel the same. Um, elaborate. It's much easier to understand and how to like play plays up. Uh, you know the, the your players right, and strategize. Okay, okay yeah. Like in, in baseball, I'm still maybe because we're doing roto. It's, it's it's a little harder to gauge the point system, et cetera. But baseball, it's also a little bit harder to look at because even if you look at something that's easy, like like batting average, like batting, batting average. average is very easy to yeah. look at, right? Because like the easy thing to look at in fantasy basketball is points. Yeah. yeah, points is like the easiest thing to look at. So if you see somebody putting up a high number of points, you're assuming they're doing well. But then if you read more, it's easier to read into it about their blocks and the yeah. steals, this and third. But another thing that hurt me last week, by the way, my my uh, to win for third place is that DeAndre Jordan was playing. He wasn't, but he just didn't play that game. And he was, but he was active to play. He was was active. And for some reason, he didn't play, whatever. It was like a coach decision. Yeah, but it wasn't expected that to happen. It was expected that he wasn't going to start, but not not play. (laughs) Anyways. So so he got a DMP. Yeah, so I got a zero out of that. But anyways, yeah. So anyways, but the point is, is that um, with baseball, I always say this, like, I always tell people, go, like, when you're out, when, especially when you're younger, going out to bars, picking up girls, trying to pick up girls. You know, I remember that life. Yeah. Pick, picking up girls, if, like, like, when it comes to scoring or picking up chicks, it's like baseball. If you're batting over 300, you're an all-star. Right? All-star. That's really true. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're going out and, like, bagging three out of, over, you know, at least three it's out of ten It's a game women, of numbers, man. It is. It is a game of numbers. You just got to keep Shout out to Pete Massara for that line. But that is true. Like, you know, when it comes to picking up chicks, it's like baseball. You know, if you're batting Sooner over later, 300. Sooner or later, you're going to hit. Yeah. You're going to get a hit. You keep trying. Keep trying. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but the thing is, so if you look at, but if you look at the numbers in baseball, people that probably don't know too much about it, if they see like a batting average of like 300 something, they're probably thinking that it's really bad when it's oh, well, not. I know that is not bad. No, but, but this yeah. is, this is because it's, it's so that that's, that's easier to read in basketball. So I'm agreeing with you with something like that with baseball it's probably harder to read because the littlest things could probably be really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's also the, the dynamics with pitching because you got the the batting right. stats and yes. you got the pitching stats. Right. So that's the dynamics that that you know. It, it, I think it, it, there's a learning curve there that I have to get so I could get acclimated and get an idea of how to strategize. If I had to, if if it's probably better for me to drop add drop players, you know, every day, every game, you know, in order to get, gain that advantage. Those are things that I'm trying to learn 
on the fly, right? right. We're we're learning on the fly. So period. Yeah. Uh, but talking a little bit about basketball, like I said, tell me some uh, players for next year that you know from what went on this year for next year that are going to be on the come up on the rise. Oh well, I'm gonna be a homer here for sure, Mitchell Robinson. For for fantasy basketball, fantasy basketball, okay, talking, right? Yeah, yeah. His so, stock is definitely gonna go way up. I didn't know he played baseball for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, his see, is gonna... see, that's a good one. That's a good joke. Not like the other one you made, the flex one. The, the, that was bad. This was good. That was good. All right, so. That was a good one. The last game he played, look at it. You know, 14 points, three blocks, 10 rebounds. You know, he surprisingly gave a couple of assists. But for me, I feel like he's going to give you that category and blocks a lot, a lot. I think and, he's like a and he Hassan Whiteside 2.0. Hassan Chill out. Yeah, he's like a Hassan Whiteside Hassan 2. Hassan. Okay. <laughs> he's that guy 2.0. Yeah, it's fun over there, Marchetti. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, right. I, I feel like I, Hassan, <laughs> Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> Hassan Whiteside. Be professional, damn it. <laughs> Get it together, Marchetti. I know when he came into the league and he started, you know, he made a big impact. I feel that. Mitchell Robinson is going to ex- far exceed and excel where Hassan Whiteside. Whiteside well, 2.0. Yeah. No, yeah. I think he's going to be. Like a 5.0? Yeah, he's going to be better than, way better than Hassan Damn. Whiteside. So so Hassan Whiteside is going to be like I, Windows 95 and he's going to be XP. I, I love Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, that's a throwback right there. Windows 95 and Windows XP. Yeah. That's uh, a throwback right go there. more? Nah, AOL nah, 4.0. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, there you go. For those of y'all don't, don't know the, the suffering. Yeah, that's the suffering. Just think about it, the speed, 56K modem. <laughs> but Mitchell White Robinson, side. for sure, I feel like he's going to provide you with double doubles, high field goal percentage, and multiple blocks. You're talking about two to three blocks a game, especially if he gets some minutes. Right. You know? So I don't know if they're thinking about signing uh, DeAndre Jordan next next year. But if he doesn't, then you know Mitchell Robinson is definitely gonna get the minutes. I wouldn't mind if they did, depending what I, we got, depending what we do in this draft. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Like I, DeAndre Jordan is a is a great defensive player. Now if I he, hope if he could teach Mitchell Robinson, you know how yeah. to play, you know, groom him, then you know, as me as a, as a Nick fan, because be awesome. the one problem I had with Mitchell Robinson was his character. That I know he's kind of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for. There's a word I'm Disgruntle? looking for. Is that he just thinks he's like God's gift to basketball because you know, like I mean, like he thinks he's like you know, he had like that attitude. Well, and, well it most, shows all well, these players for you to be a, you know, dude. He wasn't even drafted yet, and he I, went through two agents already. Yeah, I know. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And 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 he didn't even finish college. Yeah, he's he's sort of a problematic, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, anyways, but the point is that uh, I wouldn't mind that, especially like I said, especially what we do with the draft this year and the off season. You know what I mean? Like. If we end up signing somebody like Vucevic, which I don't think we should. What? I don't think we should. I'm just saying, though, he's a free agent. I'm saying we have no, no, money. He's, he's, he's good, but I, I, I hope we don't, like, that's, I say, that ends up do, being yeah. the result that we end up have to give all the money to Vucevic. Nah, I don't think we will. Anyways, but uh, but no, but I got you in a, I'm, I'm, so moving on also with somebody I, I think also next year is going to be on the come up. S-G-A. Oh, yeah. The door just moved open somehow. All right, so uh, SGA, yeah, uh, Shy Gligius Alexander. Alexander well, yeah. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, uh, I had him earlier in Wasn't the season in, in our RB league. Group? Huh? Shy and RB group? No, I don't know. Yeah, Shy. Remember the Shy of the R&B group? No. You gonna no. make me sing it now? Yeah, it's called sing it. If I ever fall in love, in love again, I, I will, will be sure that. The lady is afraid if I ever fall. I'm so happy that I have not a trace of self-consciousness. Like I do something that stupid right now and not Carol's listening. I know it's terrible, but whatever. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, I think he's on the come up. I think he's going to be on the rise. Yeah, he he had an up and down season. There's there's been some inconsistencies with him. Uh, there was earlier in the season we did have him rostered in our fantasy basketball mm-hmm. uh, 
But he had a slump through somewhere in the middle of the season. Yeah, it might have been just fatigue, you know, playing a long season, you know, 82 games for a college basketball player. You know, that transition, it could be a lot. But, um, you know, he he's definitely going to get the opportunity because, you know, Lou Williams, man, he, he that guy's still playing, balling out. I don't know, you know, if, if you know, you know, if he's going to step up and get a bigger role next season. But, yeah, he's a guy I like. You know, he's a first-round pick for yeah, them. Yeah, he know? was, he was doing, you know, he's, I mean, with the last uh, four games alone, he's had seven steals in the last four games. Four with the last one, and which is clutch because I needed, like, the steals to win for, like, last, well, anyways, last week, not this last game, anyway. But still, like, he had, with you know, and uh, he's getting assists, he's getting the minutes, he's getting the points, he gets the three-pointer. So him I definitely see on the come up for next year. Yeah, and uh, Pat Beverly, he's going to be a free agent after this season. Oh, yeah. So nah, they, I think gonna, the, the Clippers that, found their new uh, point guard. Yeah. Is it the Jerry West, right? Jerry West. I trust yeah. Jerry West, man. Whatever he does, you got to trust him. Yeah. Um, Who else you got that's coming up? I have a question. I have an answer, hopefully. Who would you pick in next year draft? Um, Trey Young or Luka Doncic? Luka. I think I'll pick. I'll draft Trey Young because I'll get more value. I, I think wouldn't. Luka, I think Luka Doncic is going to be... Uh, Drafted way too early, so you're not gonna get as much value. Wait, so you can get both then? Well, you be you're able to get right, both. No, well, 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 Luka right, Doncic so is probably gonna get drafted before Trey Young. He'll probably be like, like, like a second value. rounder. Dunk, dunk. If have you honest. have you seen Trey Young's? Uh, uh, no, stats? yeah, he's he's his stats are great, but I just when you're asking me that question, I'm gonna say Doncic because Doncic is the better player. Now Trey Young is doing great, you know, especially what he had like 16 assists like one game like last week, something like that. Yeah, no, no, Luka Doncic is great, but Trey Young. I feel like you could get him at a value draft position. All right, no, no, you know? no. I, I see, but you had to elaborate more. Sorry, would you rather take Luka Doncic like this early, or would you rather take Trey Young later? Like, who would you like better? Yeah. Well, it's too early to see what's the ADP or the rank. Well, I'm still, I'm, I'm going to assume Trey Young would be like a third, mid, late, third, whatever, later fourth, and then Luke would probably be like a second. Yeah, second. So I rather, I rather like, you know, spend spend on you know drafting on on. On Trey Young than Donkic because Donkic has second round, you know, like there's been games that he sat out. You know, there's games that he sat out. There's inconsistency. He's bad at the free throw percentage. You know, like on the line, he he hasn't been there. Obviously, he fills the stats, uh, but he does have a high turnover rate. And the thing with Trey Young, man, he scores a lot of threes. Man, he's scoring a lot of threes. He's giving you. He's providing you double digits assists every game practically. And he's a volume shooter. You know, so I, 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 Trey Young is a, a player that I'm gonna be looking to draft next season, and you could get him with some value. A player that I'm looking to draft next season is our good friend Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Bobby uh, Portis. Yeah, I, Bobby Portis. I, I I liked Bobby Portis for a while, and uh, <clears throat> when he was injured, people didn't you know pay mind to him. But once I knew that he was coming back healthy, that's the problem is his injuries. He, he got injured a couple times in the season where he missed a couple of games throughout, especially earlier in the season. He missed a couple of games. Yeah, he played one game and then he was out for like yeah, a month. Or that so, was at the months. Bulls, and now yeah. in the Wizards, he's kind of shown to be a little healthier. He played you know for a long stretch, but the thing is, he gets the minutes. He's got you know he's he's got the height. He's got great offensive talent. Hits the three, scores the. I mean, throughout the entire season, you know, even with his you know limited minute term points, he was only averaging fourteen point two points a game. And I say that only as if it's such a low number, but still, he was playing great. Uh, he gets good rebounds, averaged eight rebounds throughout the entire season. So you know, Bobby Portis offensively is definitely a guy that I'll be looking to draft next season. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. That's a, definitely a player that I like. Yeah, he's a, a big, lot. big, uh, big favorite of mine. You know, nah, I liked him this season, and I, I I saw value with him there. And the, you know, I ended up dropping. We ended up dropping him well, in the playoffs because we had to. And we had to. No, oh yeah. No, no. In the playoffs, we we had to because in order to exhaust our our acquisitions and also you know it was do or die because like i saw something you did and i did the same thing i dropped because you i drafted donovan mitchell for our team and then for my team as well and i dropped him because he wasn't playing the whole weekend yeah and i was friday at night i dropped you know saturday morning i dropped him because i wasn't gonna be able to use him the whole weekend so yeah and it didn't it didn't pan out for us unfortunately well, you know unfortunately uh who else you got mm, who else i can't think of any other ones right now <laughs> i got one more for you go ahead montrell's Harold, oh, okay. what you're upset that you didn't think of it? Nah, like, <laughs> that's a gimme. But yeah, go ahead. Talk no, about. but I, I was, did say Trey Young, so don't he worry was about it. undrafted. 
He was undrafted. He went undrafted. Yes. He was off the bench. I picked him up off the bench. The guy throughout his entire look at his entire season stats: one point four blocks per game, sixteen point seven points, six point six rebounds, one point nine one point nine assists, almost a steal, point nine steals a game. The guy went undrafted and ends the season owned in over ninety percent of ESPN leagues. Yeah, and I'm sure it probably went down maybe more. Like some people had to drop him to fill a spot in whatever the case may be, but. To go undrafted to be that high, to me, he was my favorite waiver wire pick of the year. Was Mon- was Montrell's Harold my favorite waiver wire pick of the year? And I'm definitely, definitely looking to draft him next year. No, nah, he's a good. He's good. He's good. That's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Um, what did you have anybody else? Um, well, John Collins, John Collins of the Atlanta Hawks. He mm-hmm. he was drafted in the fifth round, but it seems like him and uh, Trey Young, they have that chemistry, and he's he practically averaged a double double if you look, and he's giving you multiple mm-hmm. blocks a game. He's a guy you know I could see rising from a fifth round pick to like a third round pick, second round pick. You know, like you can if if, if I don't know what's going to be the ADP on him, but you could probably get him, and uh, you'd be confident because. You know, with Trey Young feeding him the rock, and he plays consistently, you you be good with him, John Collins. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that would uh, wrap it up a bit for uh, fantasy basketball. Now, moving on to fantasy football. Football. <laughs> now, let me ask you something, Marquette. Now, just to let everybody know to uh, remember when we usually talk about rankings here at the Better Fantasy Bureau. Uh, when we talk about all our rankings and ADPs and all this down to third, we talk about it as a 12-team league in PPR. PPR, 12-team. So their rankings, obviously, you know, some like, like for example, um, somebody like uh, Christian McCaffrey, no, not even that. But some people drop, obviously, in PPR. Like James Conner drops a little bit for me in standard than PPR. He drops a little bit for me, you know? Okay. So um, we talk about that, the ranking system in PPR, for a twelve-team league, so you know, if we're saying to go in, the, you know, in the second round or whatever, the first round, and it's like say somebody, like say like Julio Jones, is still a first rounder, is because maybe he's like a twelfth or eleventh overall pick. And one website that we use a lot to see the ADPs over here at the Better Fantasy Bureau is fantasyfootballcalculator.com. Uh, it's a great website, party people. Go check it out. You could adjust the rankings any way you want. You could adjust them to non-PPR, to half PPR, to a two-quarterback league, to a dynasty league, to a rookie league. Uh, you could look at all the average ADPs all the way up to 10 years ago from 2010. You could adjust the rankings for an 18 league to a 12-team league, a 14-team league. Um, and you could even look at them just by positions, you know, just the quarterbacks, just the running backs, just the wide receivers, or just down a third. Uh, no affiliation with us whatsoever, but it is a great system to use to study your ADPs. Use fantasyfootballcalculator.com. Moving forward with that, this is what's interesting to me. Le'Veon Bell on fantasyfootballcalculator.com is ranked fifth overall with an average ADP. With, 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 you know, is, yeah, fifth overall he's ranked, actually. Yeah, fifth overall. That's pretty what high. Do you, what do you think about that? Well, you remember uh, like a couple of episode, episodes ago, I had Le'Veon Bell. I jumped him into my like top three, top four running backs. Yeah, but you you took him in the like second round with the, you know the third to last pick in the second round. Oh, for dynasty? Yeah, you took him. Um, yeah, you're right. You, I took him in the second round. You're right. That's that's pretty high. I won't I won't pick him up in the first round. So wait, wait. So you wait. This you, is this is dynasty. The, the no 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 no. This is not dynasty. This is redraft. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, re, so, so you 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 okay with Le'Veon Bell being that high? Yeah, I'm okay because in 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 redraft I have him as an RB three. You have him over Melvin Gordon. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, that's fine. And you even have him over Alvin Kamara. Todd Gurley dropped a lot. Todd Gurley Oof. dropped the seventh. I, would you pick Bell or Gurley? Bell probably. You pick Bell? Yeah. Gurley at seven. That's a lot of value. It's a lot of value for Gurley at seven. Ooh, a lot of value. a lot of value. I, if if I end up in being in the seventh position. And, and, and Gurley's there, I'll definitely take him without, with, with a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. To me, Bell, I, I can see Bell over Melvin Gordon. Gurley, you know, maybe it's just reaction. I know I'm worried about his arthritis knees, but, you know, 
we're gonna it's gonna change more down the line it's, because right right now from speculation of what it is, that's the situation. Yeah, and this, and and I think that's the reason why he's at number seven. Uh, you know, once he starts proving that he's healthy, he's definitely gonna be climbing up the ladder. And you know, I could see him being in between uh, Alvin Kamara and, and CMC maybe. Um, Saquon Barkley, I'm surprised that he hasn't dropped. He's not going to drop much. He's not. He's not going to drop much because it's just the talent. Because you know what it is? He's not going to drop much. This is the reason he's not going to drop much. Talent and usage. Now, the thing is, like I said before about Saquon Barkley, you could look at usage both ways. You could look at the usage as far as that he's the only guy on that team. So then, you know, he's going to be used all the time because he's the best guy. Not the only guy, but he's the best guy on that team. Because yeah. I think I said Evan Ingram's going to get a bit of an uptick scoring-wise. Like, I even have Evan Ingram higher in standard leagues than I do in PPR. Golden Tate drops way down in standard leagues, and he's way higher in PPR. There's a big gap between Golden Tate and PPR. Yeah, because in standard, you rely a lot on the touchdowns. And Evan Ingram's going to get, I think he's going to be the, besides Saquon. I think Evan Ingram's going to be second in touchdowns besides Saquon. So, uh, I agree. So, But the thing is, that's why he's probably so high. Talent-wise, he's right up there. That's fine to be not like number one talent-wise. But... It's depending how you look at his usage. Is he going to be, depending what we do for this year, is he going to be like a little bit because we know we're not going to have a good year? Is he going to be used less because we're not going to have a good year? Or is he going to be just better fantasy-wise because they're going to only use him mainly? No, that's, So that's yeah. that's the way I look at it. I'm not worried about Saquon being number one overall. What is that's a big question that's going to keep going for the rest of the offseason. What have. is intriguing? Intriguing. Intriguing. On on this ADP right is uh how low are wide receivers like how late they're getting picked up? Yeah, like DeAndre Hopkins is starting at um. It, it seems <clears throat> like there's been a trend that's changing now. Because remember, just not too long ago, you know the trend was zero RBs the first round. So that most, wasn't a trend. I wouldn't yeah. say it's a trend, but a lot of people recommended it. I recommended Recom- it a lot of times. Yeah, but right now, if you look at the top. 12, the first round first round picks is you know, only four wide receivers. And usually it was split down the middle. It was like 6-6. Six, six. Right now, just you're telling me eight running backs are getting picked in the first round and four wide receivers? You know, that's – I think, you know, there's a trend now that people are really focusing on these running backs. You know, maybe it's just the talent now that has changed and there's these great athlete, athletic running backs. Maybe that's the reason because – no, hands down, Saquon Barkley, beast. Ezekiel Elliott, beast. Alvin Kamara, beast. Christian McCaffrey, beast. beast. Le'Veon Bell, beast. beast. Melvin Gordon, beast, beast, but injured. You know, uh, <laughs> Todd Gurley, beast, but, you know, what's up with the knees? James Conner, maybe he's a little bit overvalued. I, I, I might agree. Uh, I'll definitely take I him. I'll take Odell I, over him. You'll take Odell there, right? I'll take Julio Jones over him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably take Odell and Julio Jones over James Conner right there. But you know what? <laughs> The other thing is, all these running backs are being taken. I'm like, you know what? Am I going to get a good value, uh, valuable running back on the turn? So, like, if I get end up getting James Conner, I'll be okay getting, like, a David Johnson on the turn. You know, but, you know, really, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, when you go back to, when you go to the second round, they're like, there's no running backs. Like, I'll probably trust David Johnson depending what they do more with with that team. Hey, he ended up, he ended up as an RB1. But we didn't last yes. year. Yeah, last year he was an RB one man. He I'll ended look, up I'll look into that later. Running back number 10? twelve. He was running back running number back, twelve. R- no, RB one would be a, t- a top ten running back. Well, if it would in a twelve team league, that's an RB one. I'll look into that later. Okay, <clears throat> but um, um, yeah, uh, who stands out to me though, which is a little weird to me, is Travis Kelsey. That's too high. This is once again going by fantasyfootball.com. He's ranked as thirteenth overall. Yeah, no, that's too high for me. I mean, the guy's a beast. Don't get me wrong. You know, the tight end position, it is very shallow, you know? So, but I won't be picking him up at on 13th position in the second round, first pick. No way. It's too early for me. I'd rather just wait until the third round and maybe get like an Ertz and, and a George Kittle. Matthew Berry's got him ranked as 26th overall. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense for me. But, uh, yeah, that's too high. I definitely won't be picking him up. Pat Mahomes, first quarterback off the board, ranked 18th overall, looking at an average ADP at the moment of 
104. Now, what's great about fantasy, cal- fantasy football calculator is that what it goes by is those rankings get adjusted when people do their mock drafts, too. Yeah. So the rankings will be help out more about because people you could do your mock draft on fantasy football calculator, which is also really great to do it there too. I like to do it on sleeper, but it's also great to do it sleeper there app. too. Yeah, sleeper app is great. We're holding our dynasty football league this year. Yeah, you know, but oh, um, dynasty football coming soon. So speaking of good. sleeper apps, Marchetti, do you have any early early sleepers that you want to give out for the year? Early sleepers in football. Well, I'm. I've been riding with um, the wide receiver of the Niners. What's his name? Um, Dante Pettis. That's Very my guy. That's your guy. That's my guy. I'm I'm riding with Dante Pettis. You know, J- Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully, he has a healthy season. You're gonna pet, plant your flag with Dante Pettis. You know, yeah, Dante Pettis. That's that's my sleeper, and uh, a value valuable tight end pick will be uh, Evan Engram. I think. I don't know a valuable. You think he's going to go up too much? I mean, he's, he's going around the sixth round oh. right now. Jared Cook. Now, you know who my sleeper is? My sleeper this year is a tight end. Jared Cook? Vance McDonald. Oh, Vance, yeah, Vance McDonald's for sure. That's my sleeper pick. You don't like Jared Cook for now that he's going to be playing for the Saints? No. No? No. Okay. No. What is Jared Cook? You want it? No. One, I'm, I'm not, I think he had a good year last year with, with the Raiders, so but he a, hasn't had that good of a year in a long time. It's more like a fluke. I always thought he was a good player, just overrated. Okay. So so he just took advantage of his opportunity. Vance McDonald is definitely going to be. And then I always like Delaney Walker. Even though he's getting there in age and he's out for the entire season, I still always liked Delaney Walker. I have another sleeper. His name is Jarrell Presley. Who? <laughs> Jarrell Presley. He, uh, he's the leading rusher for the American Alliance football. Oh God, the American <laughs> the the leader no longer exists <laughs> after seven games, seven weeks. Right, it was shut down. Now, yeah, shut down. All the players had to pay for their uh, their plane ticket back home. Poor, poor, poor Johnny Menzel. Poor Trent Richardson. Yeah, uh, sleeper quarterback Garrett Gil- Gilbert. Yeah, that's another one. Who? He also plays in that league. So uh, that, that that sounds like about time for us to wrap it up here. Anyways, party people, uh, uh, thanks for tuning in once again here. Remember now that you can follow us on social media at the same handle for both accounts. Yes. At BFB Podcast. And as I always said, you could look at our bio. When we put this episode out right at the bio, there is a link set to our accounts at BFB Podcast for both Instagram and Twitter. Please rate us. Please review us. Please. Please Please rate us. Please review us. And don't forget about the Rambling Can coming out. And Marchetti, we got a great show coming up in the works. A great YouTube show. In the works. A great, great YouTube show with some uh, decently well-known people, pretty well-known people, hopefully. And we're going to have a great time with that. And we're going to talk more about it. We got to keep it secret right now. We got to keep it on the rack. But uh, the people that know about it, try to keep it on the rack. Anyways, party people, thanks again as always for tuning in to us as it is. And we'll see you next time, party people. Bye-bye, BFA. Peace.